0: During the pandemic, no company grew more than Amazon. It hired well over half a million workers. It doubled its physical network of warehouses, sales soared, so did its stock price. Along the way though, something else shrunk, Amazon's profit. But it's a company, guys, that's doubled its revenue base from 2019 and shown no operating leverage so far. Profits haven't moved at all. Since 2019, revenue has nearly doubled at the company. But take a look at losses or that profitability, rather. It has gone from a profit to a loss. We saw the first unprofitable year since 2014. And that says it all. He has a very big job in front of him, Andy Jassy, that is. Amazon is now the least profitable big tech name. It went from raking in over $300 billion in net income in 2021 to to a loss of nearly $3 billion in 2022. All those stock gains, like it never happened. And this is the crux of the issue. Look at how Amazon's performance has compared to its big tech peers, Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet. They're all up more than 50%. The S&P has returned 20%. Amazon and Meta are the outliers, and Meta has made a remarkable comeback in 2023. Amazon, though, has been on a multi-year trend lower since it peaked in the summer of 2021. Today on Tech Check Weekly, we are diving into the story of Amazon's missing profit and fall from grace. First, Amazon's pandemic spending spree. The idea that it is better to bet on growth and scale back if need be than to lose out. This was the Jeff Bezos playbook since the early days of founding the company. Investors gave management a long leash to chase growth, worry about sales and top line numbers, and run the business with very thin margins, often at a loss. This was the meme about Amazon through the mid 2010s. Sell books cheap to gain market share, profits be damned. AWS, its legendary cloud business was also measured in terms of top line growth and revenue outlook. But in 2014, 2015, the investor thesis began to change. AWS started making more money than it could burn. And the company started to generate real earnings as surprised analysts with profitable back-to-back quarters and continued top-line growth. And then when COVID hit, the pandemic supercharged other parts of Amazon. Work from home further accelerated the adoption of cloud computing. But companies also increasingly turned to Amazon's budding advertising business. Consumers, they ordered more stuff. They got their groceries delivered. They watched more movies and shows that all powered the Prime flywheel. Here's what you heard over and over again. The digital transformation has been accelerated. We're not going back to the office. Brick and mortar stores will never be the same. Amazon itself was trying to capitalize on the shift. The biggest investments came in the form of hiring and expanding physical warehouses. Its workforce ballooned to over one and a half million employees and it invested billions of dollars to build out its infrastructure to make delivery easier, faster, closer and cheaper. Bezos himself warned shareholders to buckle up. In the depths of 2020, he wrote, quote, providing for customers and protecting employees as this crisis continues for more months is going to take skill, humility, invention, and money. If you're a shareholder in Amazon, you may want to take a seat because we're not thinking small. For a while, that paid off. The stock soared in 2020 and the first half of 2021, basically until Andy Jassy, a longtime Bezos lieutenant and CEO of AWS, took over from Bezos. Amazon thought too big, and it overextended its capacity. It burned through all of its operating income, betting that the COVID expansion would eventually pay off. But it didn't. As the world normalized, consumer trends normalized with it. Reversion to the mean. Shopify CEO Toby Lutke famously shared a chart that said it all. The big shift wasn't really the big shift. COVID had not upended the paradigm of digital adoption and set us on a new path. In the end, it was just a blip. One that, yes, had accelerated e-commerce and cloud adoption, but trends were normalizing back to the mean. Growth rates would not be sustainable. And then 2022 hit. Just as Amazon was burning through cash, destroying profitability to feed its future growth, investors, they became more focused on profit than they had ever been over the last decade of easy money and low interest rates. The Fed was now raising rates. Investors feared the possibility of a global recession, and Bezos himself, now executive chairman, he warned businesses to batten down the hatches. Amazon's razor-thin margins, which had once been its strength, became an albatross around its neck, strangling the share price. And since July 2021, the stock has been cut in half. The stock weakness and the missing profits also coming at what could be a very tough time for business fundamentals. Amazon Web Services, the early leader in cloud, has seen growth fall off a cliff in the face of tough competition from Microsoft, Google, Alibaba and Oracle. Morgan Stanley recently published a blockbuster report predicting that Microsoft would surpass Amazon in the next decade, becoming the top cloud provider by 2027. Quote, in our base case, Microsoft Azure ends 2032 with a 19 percent share of the market, up from around 10 percent in 2022. Amazon AWS sees its share decline to 13% by 2032, down from about 15% in 2022. Morgan Stanley sees AWS revenue growth slowing to the single digits this year. And by 2032, AWS revenue at $300 billion compared to nearly $500 billion for Microsoft's Azure. That is a stark divergence for what was once Amazon's cash printing profit center and the first mover in this business. But maybe most troubling for investors... What if Microsoft can do all of this and do it better, squeeze more money out of the business? The same report sees AWS reaching 20% free cash flow margins with Azure able to hit 25% on that same metric. If Microsoft is able to surpass Amazon in market share and do so more profitably, it will be another knock on Jassy's performance. Another lucrative business that Amazon is also showing signs of a slowdown, advertising. Quietly and almost out of nowhere, the company built a multi-billion dollar ad business offering brands the opportunity to place their products in searches, boost their performance, video ads next to content. It is expected to have 10 percent of the market for digital ads this year, a space that was completely dominated by Google and Facebook just a few years ago. To put it in perspective, Amazon ads are doing more ad business than the entire global newspaper industry, and it is a high margin unit. It makes money. But, like its other profit engine, cloud computing, ad sales growth is slowing and the company is still splashing out in other areas, like original content for Prime Video and the streaming wars and its grocery ambitions, which have been far less successful despite more than a decade of trying to break into the space. So whether it's Microsoft chasing it down in cloud or Meta and Alphabet fighting for ad share, Amazon has always had fierce competitors. But perhaps its toughest competition in the next few years will arrive at its core retail business and from a traditional player, Walmart. Walmart also spent the pandemic investing in its fulfillment infrastructure, what it calls micro-fulfillment centers or mini warehouses, inside dozens of its stores to speed up online delivery and curbside pickups. At the same time, it's investing in large-scale infrastructure, building out the kind of robot-powered massive warehouses that Amazon had become famous for and is now cutting back on. The company also has Walmart Plus. That's its answer to Amazon Prime, an annual subscription for cheaper, faster delivery. So can Walmart use its already vast footprint to deliver more goods and in a cheaper, more profitable way than Amazon? What about other companies like Shopify, serving small and medium-sized businesses in e-commerce? And finally, there's artificial intelligence. There was a story in the information, quote, Amazon faces moment of truth on Alexa as ChatGPT steals its thunder. It focuses on Toyota, which announced in 2018 that it was partnering with Amazon to bring the voice assistant Alexa to its cars. You'd be able to speak commands and questions, and Alexa could help drivers all hand free. But now that is sounding a lot like the same use case for Chatbots and ChatGPT. Despite some big promises, Alexa never became the big wave of computing within tech. And with both AWS and Amazon's ad business slowing, it remains to be seen what the next big pillar of growth and profitability will be for the company. And lastly, this is a challenge that Google faces and Facebook. Products like Amazon.com, the big blue app, Google Search, they're old, 20 or 30 years old, and they're starting to feel clunky. A writer in New York Magazine recently wrote a piece titled The Junkification of Amazon. Why does it feel like the company is making itself worse? Well, try for yourself. Search spatula on Amazon or bounty paper towels. The result can be chaotic and confusing. Which one of these is sponsored? Who's selling all this stuff? What are the cheapest and easiest options? It's buried under a mountain of endless choices and oftentimes junk. But there is a saying in finance, never bet against Bezos. After the dot-com bust in the early 2000s, Amazon lost more than 90% of its value. It would go on to become one of the most valuable companies in the world. But Bezos isn't running the companies day to day anymore. Andy Jassy is, and that is still an open question. You don't wanna bet against Bezos, but can you bet against Jassy?